your weekly fix of Asian music. This is Asian Pop Nation. That was Durden's Vacation, and the first song we played was Sammy Chang featuring Shimika's New Creation. And you're listening to Asian Pop Nation's Special Olympics sports themed show. Thanks so much for tuning in. We've got a great lineup of discussions for you tonight, as well as some awesome music from around Asia. We're going to be chatting a little bit about the opening ceremony. This was recorded before the opening ceremony actually happened, so we're going to share a little bit of our predictions. So tune in to see if we were right. We're also going to be talking about some of the new sports that were added to the Olympics event list and do a little bit of character battle royale, Olympic themed, of course. So we're going to talk about which of two characters would win in an Olympic event. So join Aaron, Celeste, John Paul, Leisha and myself, Senya, for some awesome discussions. Keep it here on Asian Pop Nation if you want to hear more, but we're going to leave you with this song for now by Chameleon Lime Whoopie Pie called Love You, because we love you. So keep it here on Sin. You're listening to Asian Pop Nation's special Olympic show. We just played three back-to-back songs. First was Chameleon, Lime, Whoopie Pie's Love You. After that was BB, No, and Rich Brian's Edamame. And the last song we played was Joy's Hello, because a country that recently said hello to the world was Japan for their opening ceremony to the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games. So our team's here to talk a little bit more about what we expected the Olympic Games opening ceremony to have. Welcome everyone to our Olympic-themed show here on Asian Pop Nation. Tonight, we're actually recording on the day of the opening ceremony. So it's Friday, July 23rd at 9pm tonight will be the official start of this Olympics, even though there were a few events that happened earlier this week. Might be good to talk a little bit about what we are expecting from the Tokyo Olympic opening ceremony. We do know that the common concept for the opening and closing ceremonies for both the Olympic and Paralympic Games is moving forward because, you know, the obstacles we have faced the past year and the lead up to the Games and having the strength to help each other to face the future. So that's the goal of the Games overall. But for the opening ceremony in particular, their concept is united by emotion to show how we all come together to experience the joys of sport despite being physically separated by the pandemic. So judging from what you know about the themes of the Olympics, what are some of the things that you are hoping to see in tonight's ceremony, everyone? My guilty pleasure would be seeing like anime you probably will to be honest you probably will yeah because i know um they had the promo video they released they focused a lot on like the pop culture Mm -hmm. of japan like there's some video game references there i think hatsune miku you could hear her singing at one point yeah i don't know that'd be crazy i would love to say sorry if a bunch of them just like anime run into the whole like arena and stuff and just i would stop watching immediately oh my god i mean this is a perfect time to go digital right like a mix of live events and digital so cutting between like what's happening in a stadium and then to some anime girls oh my god (laughs) i mean that's the time right to experiment um another thing i guess is different to previous opening ceremonies that japan has done is it's going to be focused a lot more as you said jp on like digital culture and pop culture so I'm not sure if any of you remember, but in the closing ceremony for the Rio Olympics, Shinzo Abe came and dressed up as Mario. He kind you of got to be kidding up. me! No way! You no, know, he did. He, he, like, he popped really up did out that? of like a pipe or something, and then oh my God. <laughs> there was like this um video that they played at the closing ceremony where it was Shinzo Abe, and he looks like he was going to be late for the closing ceremony. So all of these digital characters, like Mario, come to help him oh travel, my and God. they put him into this pipe, like Mario and his friends <laughs> put him into this pipe and send him all the way to Rio and then ta-da he appears on the stage dressed as Mario and everyone cheered this is (laughs) yeah so I do remember him being quiet he was strongly promoting Tokyo to be the next place that the Olympics was going to be held so yeah that probably explains why he you know somewhat of a high position being at the Rio Olympics dressed up as Mario Yeah. Another thing that's also a bit interesting is, you know, the traditional parade of nations where all the countries like wave their flags and walk around the stadium. I'm not sure if they're doing that. If they are, they're probably doing it with a reduced number of people. But 
it seems like they'll be going based on katakana order rather than English. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I like that idea, though. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> Is this the first time something like that's been done or has it always been in, like, the it's, English? It hasn't been done in katakana before. It's traditionally just been, you know, A to Z. No, I like it. Every other language that has, like, a specific alphabet, we should do it that way and, like, watch it all just jumble. <laughs> and yeah. just be like, what's yeah. coming next? <laughs> oh, yeah. That be sick yeah so anime girls or anime in general <laughs> any other people or characters we're hoping to see dude just bring in the traditional stuff as well man I yeah that's be. kind of yeah. What yeah yeah i want that <laughs> like I want an epic drum performance like it needs to have at least one oh with the taiko oh yeah like in like in the Be- oh. beijing olympics like that yeah but better yeah. maybe more glowing sticks <laughs> maybe they're on fire or something oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, Beijing Olympics was awesome. Uh, and I was kind of hoping the Olympics for Tokyo would be similar, but I guess we'll find out tonight. You know the little plushies? I mean, the little mascots they made for the Beijing Olympics. Do you guys remember those? I don't yeah. remember what they looked like. But okay, but they were Beijing really Olympics cute. And I remember it as a kid, I used to like try to collect all these plushies. Of there were so many. There was like five, yeah. yeah, for each ring. And there were yeah, just like these yeah. little bears. Yeah, oh. they're weird bear things. Does this year's Olympics have mascots as well? Because They do, and it's also going to be on one of the trivia questions. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, hey. And we all don't know it. Exactly. <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, so look forward to that later tonight. But hopefully you'll join us for the rest of our Olympics-themed show. And if you're interested in letting us know about your thoughts on the opening ceremony, you can tell us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Asian Pop Nation. Yeah! Enjoy the show, everyone. Festival! Thanks for tuning in to Asian Pop Nation's Olympic-themed show. We played Yisiyu's A Seat. After that, we played Suni Yang Yun Ching's Yin. And the last song you just heard was Conan Gray's People Watching. And something that we've been watching quite a bit recently was the BBC trailer for the Tokyo Olympics. So... Some of our team have found some cleverly hidden Easter eggs. So let's hear what they found, shall we? In late June, the BBC actually released a trailer in the lead up to the Olympic Games. It was made by BBC Creative in collaboration with Nexus Studios and Factory 15. The trailer aesthetically is very, very pop culture. So there's a lot of focus on anime, games, and uh, it's like the camera takes you through Tokyo, through all these streets, all these posters, all of these virtual worlds. So there's a very heavy emphasis on that sort of thing. According to Nexus Studio Director Fantasista Utamaro, he assisted in weaving over 50 Easter egg moments, quotation marks, into the trailer using original and authentic artwork and animation. And I think the best part about this trailer is that all of the music in this trailer was composed by Kenji Kawaii. And this is the dude that did the soundtrack for Ghost in the Shell, the original film. So did you guys see it? Like, Yes. <laughs> yeah. And every time I watch it, I see something that I've missed that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's one of those. I mean, give me an example, Xenia. What did you see? In that scene where there's those J-pop idols singing on a stage and then they turn into anime girls from time to time. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> It's like they kind of glitch, but there's Simone Biles in the stars in the background. That's pretty cool. I think not necessarily an Easter egg, but I guess it's an ode to the Paralympic Games is there's a guy in an electric wheelchair oh, really? at the very beginning of the trailer. But that's all I can think of at the moment. Anyone else found anything? I was going to say, that's a TV guy. <laughs> yeah, a guy with like a TV head. TV head. Although I'm trying to figure out what exactly his purpose is with those dancing people in the screen wait i see a horse in the bottom right corner of the j-pop idols it's like got its legs drawn but i think its head is real okay i'm I'm scrubbing through the footage and i see it that's very odd yeah (laughs) this is just a very odd video actually you know zanya there's not just one horse there are two horses on both corners of the frame. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, dear listener, this is a very strange video, mind you. <laughs> it's a real trip. You really should watch it. <laughs> I was going to say that aside from the typical like gacha arcades and stuff, I wouldn't have like been able to put a point of reference to any of the pop culture or like the 50 Easter eggs they have in there. I have to like stop the video to like actually see what things are. And like, for example, you know how to go to the store and there's like a bunch of skateboards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's one on the back it says Sky Brown, and I looked her up and she's apparently a Anglo-Japanese skateboarder. So, Whoa. Yeah, she's a professional skateboarder. So, like, I didn't know who the hell she was. Huh. Hey. Oh, yeah, and skateboarding, that's a new sport now. Yes. That's part of the Olympics this year, man. Yeah. Dude, that's sick. Another reference I saw, which was really interesting. I don't know if this really was a reference, but, you know, um, in Osaka, they have the running man. He kind of has his hands yes. in a Y pose yeah. like this and running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a shot in the trailer where uh, the camera goes to a wall and it pans up. And as it pans up, you see these images of guys like climbing up the wall, kind of like in a similar style to the running man. I don't know if that was an actual reference. Maybe I'm just making weird I would have preferred to have yeah. seen a running man instead of the climbing up the wall thing, to yeah. be honest. Oh, imagine like the running man going down the track or something, you know. He wins. Yes, that would have been perfect. Yeah. Uh, BBC, hire me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Make really good trailers. I really uh, like the neon lights. It's like definitely. very like 80s. Like a futuristic retro feel. <laughs> yeah, the I think the Japanese 80s aesthetic has a very strong identity. So yeah. I'm kind of glad that they leaned in on that. And yeah. at the end of this trailer, when you see like the Tokyo 2020 logo and the skyline, uh-huh. there's a lot of the neon signs are related to particular athletes. And Simone's oh, really? karaoke is like, yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And then next to it, you've got um, Naomi Osaka as well with the tennis racket. It's cute. Wow. Well, this is like, where's Waldo? You know, find the (laughs) reference. There's some Street Fighter at the arcade. That's right. There's a whole like gacha segment. Like you just have this wall full of gacha machines. I don't think it actually translates to capsule specifically though. I mean, Celeste, do you know? I just call it gacha. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I have a feeling that's related to like the word. Oh yeah, gotcha. You know, I, I got oh. the thing. Yeah. It's also why we have gacha games, you know? You spend money to get a digital waifu that does nothing. That's all true. <laughs> It's true. Aaron knows. He knows. I mean, I, I spent on Gacha for BTS dolls. So. Oh, yeah. Really? I saw it. I'm like, I want one. Just the hell of it. And then I got the member I least wanted. So. Oh, I tried for one thing and I'm not getting my money back. That's it. <laughs> well, such is the depth of this trailer. So, dear listener, go and watch this. Try to get all of the references. And when you do get all those references, when you finally compiled that list, let us know what those references are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are Asian Pop Nation. Well, actually, just coming back for more here on Asian Pop Nation's Olympic-themed show, we just played Apoggy's Coming Back. Before that was Cats featuring Charlie Lim and their song Forgetting. And the first song we played in that row was Roller Coaster by Yora. Now it's time to get into some Battle Royale Olympic-themed edition. So here's Leisha to kick it all off. In the spirit of the Olympics, we thought it'd be a good idea to maybe do a character battle royale type of situation. We have different, I guess, like sporting events. Spoiler alert, some which are not, but we'll talk about <laughs> later. Um, and we're just going to discuss what character we think will win in these particular scenarios. Join along in this very argumentative journey. The first one we have is... Who will win in a boxing match? We have Saitama from One Punch Man and Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom. Begin the mess. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you guys think? I, I haven't think- seen the second season of Assassination Classroom, so I don't know what happens. The whole point of it was he was a teacher so that the students could, you to know. kill him. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what happened. I think his character stays consistent, though. He's still like a yellow octopus who's super OP. Yeah. 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 It's funny because I've read it all. You've read all of it. I don't remember any of it. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember how it ends, but I know the concept that, like, whatever you do to him, he still regenerates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's list down his attributes. So he's a big yellow octopus guy. <laughs> yeah. With a really charismatic smile. He can travel faster than jet fighters. He's real smart. If you shoot him, he doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> 
bats or anything else. But then Saitama's like kills anything in one punch. That's the whole point. Exactly. Of and I, yeah. I think he wins by default because that's the joke. Yeah, and it's a <laughs> boxing match specifically. Yeah. So but doesn't Koro say regenerate? Like, yeah, like if he punches, yeah. just the splatter goes back into the hole. <laughs> no, but you see, One Punch Man, his punch is so strong that Koro Sensei would get transferred to another dimension and then his existence would be wiped out in all three i don't know dude does that mean Listen. that he dies then because he's not of this world or is he still living i imagine yeah dimension? it depends on what you mean by living so you're trying to say that there's no need for this assassination classroom to happen <laughs> yeah i don't know you just just bring just saitama get him, yeah exactly to yeah. Saitama. yeah no my vote is on saitama i'm gonna go koro sensei you're gonna go koro sensei all right we got saitama and Chorus Sensei, one vote each. Leisha. Okay, not gonna lie, I've not seen Assassination Classroom, so okay. my answer kind of has to go default to Saitama. Alright. I'm sure the Yellow Octopus Man can do a lot. I only know his like face and that's it. Oh yeah, he, he can do quite a lot. He can teach <laughs> you maths really well. He's a good teacher. <laughs> That'll be so yeah. fantastic in a boxing yeah. match, I feel. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Celeste, who do you vote for? I am going with Koro Sensei. Koro I have Sensei? not seen Saitama. <laughs> uh, one right. Punch Man, have not seen yeah. it. Sorry. Guys, <laughs> <the> divider. <laughs> yeah, listen, Celeste. <laughs> All right. Who do you choose Who's the vote? I'm actually going through all the schematics, especially all the paperwork on the stuff. Who's going to win? And trust me, I actually did this. <laughs> Who actually did the paperwork? I'm actually, I actually wrote it. It's all in my head, to be honest. Because I know what Koro Sensei has, like, if he blows up, he has a second spoiler alert anyway. If he blows up, he has an like, impenetrable shell, which he does regenerate. Again, you see in the season, at the near end of season one, which is in the last five to six episodes of season one. Yeah, that's hell? coming back to me. Well, yeah, well, I remember well, that. Um, well, <laughs> yeah. like, Saitama, surely it's a boxing match. You don't punch them to kill them, right? It's just, it's like in the context of the Olympics. It's just well, but to... if you die, you can't win. <laughs> yeah, so it's not just one punch. Remember? It punch. <laughs> but does that mean you're disqualified because you've just killed someone? Is that murder now? That's the case. Yeah. I was going to do an anime fight club. It's not bad if we do that. <laughs> so, so we just agree to disagree? Is this <laughs> Wait, so, so who do you vote for, Aaron? Oh, simple. Goku. Goku? Um, option All right. two. A nice. <laughs> Now, I'll just, uh, if I had to choose, I'm Sazuma's gonna definitely do the one punch man, so definitely he's gonna blow Koro Sensei up. But the thing is, Koro Sensei has his visible bubble, and especially Koro Sensei has these weaknesses. I'm gonna, no, I'm not spoiling that one. Don't spoil that. I still need to watch the second season. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not spoiling the season two ending now. I'm gonna have to go with, I guess, I'm gonna give it to Satama. I'm gonna give it to him. Saitama? Okay. Guys, make the right he choice. Wins. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you and your one punch. We have like eight arms, alright? Oh okay. oh <laughs> that was oh just God. that was just the first sport. Exactly. There's still another match we have to go through, which is fencing one. Alright. Do you guys think we'll win in a fencing match? Be ready, Attack on Titan fans, because it is the battle of I would say two of the most like beloved characters, if you will. Uh-huh. Levi and Mikasa, who do you think will win in a fencing match? Go. <laughs> I'm going to make myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's what's the round down? So what do we know about Levi? He's a cool dude. Good at everything. He's good at everything. everything. He knows how to clean, right? That's like a yeah. big part of his character. <laughs> he can slice you up pretty good if he wanted to. I feel like Mikasa... Like, say, Erin is held hostage, then she would perform yeah. at a much higher level. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she got a damage buff. Celeste, have you watched Attack on Titan? I've watched the first season. I don't okay. remember anything. Okay. No, I'm just going to go with Mikasa. Because Mikasa. girl power. Girl power. <laughs> All right, yeah. But Levi's very loyal to his his team, right? To- what does uh-huh. that go to a fencing? Mikasa, you know, maybe he <laughs> he just wants her to win because he's supportive of her. I don't know. Is he that nice? He's not that nice. I don't. He's not that nice, but you know, like, dude's an absolute jerk. <laughs> but he still gets sad when his members die. <laughs> One episode. One it's fencing, though. It's not to the death. Exactly. Exactly. I think the PTSD would get to him. 
Yeah, you know, maybe. Like, you know, at the very last moment, he's about to hit her, but he's like, oh, my friends. I just imagine this being like an entire episode of an anime series. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the battle. I'd probably go with Levi, to be honest. I still think Levi would win. Because Mikasa would be, Levi? yeah, if Aaron was being held hostage, she'd perform better, but I think she'd be a lot more prone oh. to mistakes, you know? Uh huh. No, Levi, he's an actually good swordsman. Yeah, Mikasa <laughs> is like, she's just crazy. Okay, whatever. I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Xenia does have a good point about Aaron. If Aaron they, needs to be there. Yeah, yeah Aaron, I'll also hold Aaron hostage. Yeah, <laughs> needs to be as long as he's there and held hostage in some way. I think Mikasa would actually win this one. Oh, yeah. Man. So I'd give my vote to Mikasa because she has that advantage of being in love with the crazy guy. Yeah, Leisha Aaron. Oh, Aaron can go first. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna <laughs> lose. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's just deciding factor. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know if my answer is gonna make it much of a deciding factor because I too am like Celeste, where I've only seen season one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. So I'm probably also gonna go with Mikasa. Mikasa? Um, yeah. Probably on the usual. <laughs> visual reason she just visually looks very um she's a very good looking character she's she's epic yeah yeah <laughs> Baron, right. what do you think well, mikasa as well levi well person who's seen every single katana episode and especially read every single chapter don't ask me why about that anyway and especially reading levi's origin story and especially with the lost girls of and especially the books of mikasa <sighs> i get a bit of levi yeah, what an expert. Okay, so let's we're we're out. <laughs> All right. Wait. So what were the votes? I didn't count. I think it was like <laughs> three to Mikasa, two to Levi. Yeah. Yeah. No, Mikasa. She's got it. It's the power of love. <laughs> With crazy infatuation and protectiveness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but this scarf is. Oh my god. Scarf <laughs> gets <laughs> burned. Actually. All right, next one. Are we going to do the K-drama one? Have you seen Ascendance in the Sun, Celeste? Yeah, I've seen both. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, this question I was thinking more could be both the actual act of shooting an event or like shooting an arrow into someone's heart. I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> Jeez, cool. you- oh, my God. Yo, I, I haven't watched any of these shows. You're going to have to give me a rundown. Exactly. These characters. <laughs> exactly, me too. All right, all you need to know is crash landing on you, Ri Jong-hyuk. Is from North Korea. Okay. And Yul Jin from The Sentence of the Sun is from South Korea. He's okay. also being a soldier internationally. So which nation has better military training? No one. <laughs> That's a tricky question. You yeah. might get yourself in hot water. Oh <laughs> North Koreans are listening to this, JP. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I haven't seen Descendants in the Sun in such a long time, but considering he's had a lot more experience that I can see Jung <laughs> Hyuk having... <laughs> I think it'd probably be him. But I just like Ri Jung-hyuk from a more moral righteousness perspective. He's just a better guy, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Is this about shooting or just like the guy? (laughs) I mean, shooting. We could go with shooting. Yeah. Just like, you know, when they throw those, is it those discs in the air and you have to try and shoot them? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. No, but secretly you're rooting for the other guy. Yeah. yeah, you know. I just want him to win because if crash landing on you is anything to go by, maybe this is the only time he's out of North Korea and can see. It's already turning into a K job, all right. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna go with you, see Jin, only because he would have more experience with like. Other types of guns, so therefore he'd be like pretty accurate with his shots. Because like North Korea would have a limited supply of whatever ammunition they've got, and they work with that same ammunition. Whereas this guy, he the other guy has traveled overseas, battled with other (laughs) militaries and stuff, and yeah, would just have so much more worldly experience. (laughs) Wow. Okay, from what I've heard, I'm leaning towards this uh, UC Jin guy. He seems to be um jack of all trades. Well, not jack of all trades, but he just, he knows more. I mean, all K-drama yeah. leading men are jack of all trades. But yeah, yeah, they, they are. are. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, I guess in the context of Olympic shooting, I think probably him. All right, well, I'll give him my vote, UC Jin. 
Leisha, do you know what the next duel is? Oh, the next one is, I guess you can argue it's not too much in the sports <laughs> realm. But... Swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, no. hey, we can argue that it's like the battle of like the brains and stuff, you know? It's not always about the physical, I guess, abilities you have. No, is who will win in a chess match? We have Lelouch from Code Geass and... Of course, Light Yagami from Death Note. Oh, yeah, <laughs> two, two very clever, pretty boys. Kind of like terrifying. Not gonna lie, I don't terrifying. Know why. Yeah, they, clever boys. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. They both get into a situation where they both just lost whatever position of power they had. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Maybe they get- they're not that smart, you know. <laughs> But chess match, oh. Wasn't there one scene in Code Geass where Lelouch, he was playing chess or something? First episode. For, was that first? <laughs> is that the first episode? Oh, man. I, I haven't watched this in ages. Yeah. The first episode, he's playing chess with some other guy. Does he win I, that chess match? Yeah. If it's yeah. off screen, he walks off happily. So, yeah, he won. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, do they play chess in any other time in the show? Yeah, basically. Okay. Because I remember seeing a shot somewhere, like some dude saw the shot and he analyzed the whole game, right? Apparently, one of the characters did like a super illegal move that does not make sense, but it could be like four dimensional. I don't know, dude. You'd go with Lelouch? I don't know. I think I'd probably go with Lelouch because doesn't he have know more about strategy as in he's worked with soldiers and stuff yeah like military Military, Mm -hmm. whereas Uh light yagami is just he's just got a book (laughs) (laughs) he gets a chip and he eats it (laughs) that's uh yeah he's more so um a criminal like he can get away with anything, but Lelouch is more like, okay, actual work time, you know? I just imagine Light, like, having written in the death note before the match, and then <laughs> <laughs> Lelouch oh, no, suddenly dies for some reason. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, but if that's the case, then by default, Light would win. Yeah. Because <laughs> you see, okay, you know, maybe Light isn't so good at chess, but the larger game of chess he's good at. The whole like zero thing at the end, remember? Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, it's not mean, actually him. <laughs> okay, but does he have a notebook that kills people when you write their name in it? You know what no, I mean? No, but he's got a Geos thing where he can control people, can't he? Oh, and he Maybe- writes light writes his own name. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, how far does Lelouch go when he plans things? Like, does he, like, pre-pre-plan? Yeah. I mean, yeah, at the end, like yeah, does, the end yeah. of that season of the show, that's pretty yeah. much a lot of planning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, if that's the case, then I think Lelouch. Lelouch would take the cake. <laughs> like, I don't think Light would expect this. Okay, that's my vote, Lelouch. <laughs> does anyone argue Light? Basically, damn, no one. Damn, wow. <laughs> too angsty, <laughs> All right. I guess yeah. we just went with Lelouch that way. How about last one? The last, the final one for the battle royale. All I right. think this one will be more. Will it be too hard to play? I guess we'll find out. It is which team do you think will win the most medals at the Olympic Games? Will it be mm. characters within the Mario franchise or characters from the Sonic franchise? Sonic Hands down, franchise. Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, yeah, Sonic. <laughs> we got two votes already. Sonic. Wow, wow. Why, why Sonic? Why? Listen, yes. dude, it's basic physics, man. Like, you know how no. fast that guy goes? So not even all the a characters guy. from He's Sonic are like. They're OP. They're, they're sporty crazy. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, Mario is just. What are you going to do with Princess Peach? You know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay listen and like technically if we're gonna talk about speed as well and like running marathons or whatever you don't have just one speedy character you actually have two you have sonic and amy the reason i say amy is because whenever sonic runs away amy manages to catch up with him actually you got roughly around four you got sonic shadow amy and eggman and Eggman, yeah, because he Eggman's runs away fast? too. Yeah, <laughs> you played those games. 
Like, nah. what, 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 what happens? Okay, with, with the Sonic the Hedgehog games, especially the old ones, like, you get to the end of the level, and, oh, there's Eggman, and then you beat him, and he destroys machine, right? And he doesn't have a machine anymore, it's just on the ground, and then he runs away, and you can't catch him. Because, he, yeah, he's faster than you. So, these people aren't human, like, in more ways than... <laughs> But how about for like the strength based kind We've of got knuckles, don't we? And so yeah, he's like the, but the Barrio has knuckles for a reason. Like, does the Barrio like Bowser and stuff? Bowser is just one dude. Uh, yeah, Donkey Kong. Exactly. Oh, wait, no, yeah, exactly. they do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but they still have Princess Peach, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with Princess Peach? Hold up. Well, always having to rescue her. I'm sick of it. Like, <laughs> no, actually, I think Princess Peach would do really well in long jump. When she jumps, she actually she doesn't fall normally. She can actually float down <laughs> as she falls. <laughs> so, you know, she gets that distance. But at the same time, you have Sonic, he just jumps and he goes off the, goes outside the stadium, you know? Yeah, yeah dude, I, it's not even a competition, man. Sonic that? wins. <laughs> Alright, I suppose Sonic wins. Yeah, okay. I don't follow Mario and Sonic that much, so I trust everyone's judgment. I'll internally hold my opinion that I think Mario. <laughs> you think Mario? The Mario okay. team has a I'm a Waluigi stand for life. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I think that man can do anything, okay? <laughs> Waluigi. Yes, he is unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, wh- why Waluigi? Have you seen the man? <laughs> Have you seen the man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's short, isn't he? Just like <laughs> no, that's Wario. No. Waluigi, uh, the Waluigi. the purple one. Yeah, he's the yeah. tall purple. Oh, one. with the mustache. Yeah, yeah, with the mustache. Really? They all have mustaches. Exactly. Yeah. he seems boring. <laughs> <laughs> Up my heart. He's washed up, Leisha. He's washed up. What the hell? What can he do? He can do anything and more, okay? <laughs> I don't need to say more. You, not worth my time to go okay. through how legendary and iconic Waluigi is. <laughs> <laughs> Without him, the entire Mario franchise will just be extinct. I said it anyway. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. <laughs> But Leisha, if anyone wants to also share their love for Waluigi, where can they go? <laughs> Please, I need Waluigi fans. We all need to unite together, all together on the Asian Pop Nation through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Please, this is a plea. <laughs> Please let him be in Smash Bros. <laughs> let him in in Smash Bros. <laughs> Give him the crown he deserves. That's my envy. <laughs> You're listening to Asian Pop Nation's Olympic show. Thanks for tuning in. We just played three songs. The first was FIR's Zhuan Xi Ji Xin, or Diamond Heart. After that was Shigalin's Tai Zai. And the last song you just heard was Coldies featuring Bai Kyun called When Dawn Comes Again. And you know where I am at, at dawn? Well, I'm in my bed. And so are the athletes at Olympic Village, at least most of them are. And they seem to be waking up in a very strange bed. That has caused quite a bit of controversy, so our team's here to talk a little bit about that and clear things up for you. So I don't know if you've all heard, but in the Olympic Village area, um, in the rooms there, they've put in cardboard beds. Yeah. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like people have said they're like flimsy cardboard beds supposedly designed to prevent casual sex. Oh, which is apparently a popular pastime for Olympic athletes. That is actually true. I remember reading an article a while back about how many condoms they had to buy. Oh, wow. Yeah, like they ordered, I think at one point, it might have been in Sydney, they ordered 70,000 for the athletes to use. And you you want to see even funnier? Apparently that wasn't enough. They had to order 20,000 more. So I don't know. I don't know what they got up to there, but you know. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you can explore the I mean, city. <laughs> okay. yeah, I know, right? Travel. Travel. Oh my god. Making the sides out of food. <laughs> oh god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So the boards have been designed to take the weight of one person or risk 
collapsing into pieces. It can handle up to 200 kilograms, which isn't Hmm. so bad. I don't know how much weightlifters weigh, but I don't think it should be that bad. It should handle their weight. Yeah. Yeah. The reason for having cardboard beds is to also make it easily recyclable because once these athletes leave, like, what are you going to do with all these beds? There's just so many. (laughs) What are you going to do to take it to landfill? So you might as well repurpose it and stuff like that. But, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. Would you sleep on cardboard beds or would you be like super bougie and be like, no, I want my plush ass bed on this wooden frame. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Made from Ikea specifically. Yeah. I did oh, not yeah. look for commoner brands. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like this idea. Yeah. yeah. Minimalist living. It's a bit like futons, but still in a bed frame, even if it's cardboard, right? Because I've seen right. the mattresses are quite thin as well, aren't they? I've heard from some people that perhaps they aren't used to it, so they sleep pretty poorly, which might not be a good idea. But I think better for the environment, better for the world, I suppose. And actually better for your back, because you said these mattresses are thin. Yeah, from the pictures I've seen. Yeah. If you want to take care of your back, and dear listener, you better be listening to this because you're going to need this. If you want to take care of your back, sleep on a firm bed or like a flat surface. Because if you sleep on a soft bed, you sleep with your spine curved and that hurts your back in the long run. That was the fun fact for today. Invest in a futon. Yeah, invest in a futon. <laughs> yeah. I definitely sleep in one of these. God, imagine bringing in like thousands of bed frames for like a single venue. And then it's a lot of um, out, you know? moving vans. Yeah, a lot of moving vans. So I think not just for the environment, saves a lot with labor as well. So yeah, sounds good. I wonder if it's easy to assemble. Like, you know, when you carry your... Like your IKEA furniture and it's just boxes and boxes, but then oh, you're yeah, just yeah. like, here's a cardboard frame. You can and it just folds neatly, like you don't yeah. have to do much work. Ooh. It's like cardboard origami. Yeah. 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 Sounds oh, good. Origami. Yeah. <laughs> oh dude. <laughs> They've yeah. done it again. <laughs> I mean, Celeste, would you sleep in these? I mean, a bed's a bed. But because you brought up a futon, I'm just like, why not sleep on the floor? It's, you don't have to have the cardboard. Yeah, actually, anymore. that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just not used to it. Uh, for the Westerners, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> These Westerners, my goodness. Gosh. But that's oh. the thing, isn't it? It's like we have bed frames, but then other cultures, they can sleep on the floor on mm. futons. You've got chairs but some people just like sit on the floor (laughs) yeah so maybe we're just making things more complicated than it needs to be here oh wait no (laughs) i have one good reason for having a bed frame makes getting out of bed a lot easier than you having to sit up yeah yeah because when you're on the floor you have to like push yourself up and oh you have to go into squat position and go up you know but when you're in a bed frame it's kind of like you just swivel your body a bit and oh you're sitting and you stand up (laughs) that's a very wow like like, no just a thought process of it i was just like i'm like not thinking about that when i'm you gotta think about this man these are olympic athletes (laughs) okay you gotta take care of them like you know like babies you gotta you know you gotta be gentle to society you know yeah (laughs) you're bringing home the whole medal we need to (laughs) yeah take care of them Oh, I was crazy for sleeping on the floor. Alicia, have you told us whether or not you'd sleep in the... Uh, oh, like a cardboard bed. I mean, I saw a video of, I think he was like um one of the Olympian like athletes that's there. And he pretty much did a video of like showing just how sturdy the actual cardboard beds were. Because he was like jumping on in. I was like... Oh, really? Yeah, I know. And I was like, wow. Okay, damn. That's actually really, really sturdy. But for me, though, I'm a very light sleeper. So, mm. uh, like, I know firmness it really dies. But I just... I don't know why. I really just... This is a bit morbid or something. I just like the feel of, like, just sinking lower and lower <laughs> into the bed. Oh and the pillows and everything just... So you want to feel like you're on a cloud. Pretty that, much. It. Okay, right. yeah, again, why did I say that was more morbid than I thought of me? It's just clouds. Let's say it's just nice pillowy clouds and not like I just want to be succumbed by all my pillows and stuff. Smaller pillow, yeah. I mean, you know, the whole, like, recycling thing and all that stuff is genuinely, like, really cool and stuff. And you're, like, trying to bring that large amount of beds to accommodate that large amount of people it is really cool to think about what you're going to do with all the beds afterwards and recycling them and 
reusing them as other things. I think that that part's like pretty cool. So I probably like for the sake of recycling and does it help it safety of our planet that is slowly dying from us? I'll be down for the cardboard beds. Might not get any sleep, but again, <laughs> thinking about Mother Earth over myself here. <laughs> All right. So for those listening at home, let us know if you would sleep on a cardboard bed or if you prefer sleeping in clouds. <laughs> like Leisha. <laughs> Good one. Thanks for tuning in to Asian Pop Nation's Olympic show. You've come at a great time. We just played three back-to-back songs. The first was Pinky Spices, Kono Yubi Tomare, a request from one of our listeners, Matthew. After that was Mao Bui's Haishang Riji. And the last song you just heard was Wes Atlas's Daily Calm. And someone or something that has been disturbing the Daily Calm in Tokyo is a giant head. A giant inflatable head. You heard it. We're going to talk a little bit more about that right now. Today is a very big Tokyo day. Speaking of Tokyo, though, lately it's been the subject of a lot of giants floating in the sky. Lately, we had a giant 3D cat appearing over Shinjuku Station. And a couple of weeks ago, we actually had a weather balloon that was literally just a woman's head floating up right near Yoyogi Park. Like imagine just a giant head floating in the sky. Pretty terrifying stuff. A lot of people seeing this, they first made connections between this and Junji Ito's The Hanging Balloons. Long story short, The Hanging Balloons is a story that features a bunch of people's heads just floating in the sky. And they're giant, like just like this weather balloon. So a lot of people are going to Twitter go, whoa, this is like sick. But no, this is not a Junji Ito promotional event. This is actually part of a artistic initiative. Is this called Masayume? Is that what they're called, Zenya? I think so, yes. As part of the Tokyo Tokyo Festival, which promotes the art and culture of the city. So earlier in the year, they actually took online submissions from anyone in the world who would want to have their face made into a giant weather balloon. And I believe this one woman, she won the submission. I wonder if win is the right term for this. <laughs> yeah. Her face can now be seen in Tokyo floating above you, staring into your soul. So this project was actually inspired by a group member who had a dream of this floating head back in junior high school. He also explained that this artistic piece in general, like thematically, was about facing your existence and the current situation of humanity in general, especially with the whole pandemic that's happened. In their statement, though, they did say that, I quote, such devastating scene would allow us to re-examine the unbelievable yet realistic experience of our existence in this huge world. The face floating up in the sky would be nobody special. It could be me or you. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> Man, it's I an excuse art. to have a floating head. Yeah, I in think the park. so. So they're saying they can see us from the sky with their floating heads and saying that we'll be here for you. It's not exactly the most like comforting image, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at the face and I'm like, mm. Mm, I don't know if that's giving me like, wow, I feel so safe. And it's genuinely terrifying looking at it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I kind of want to touch it. Yeah. Wow. There was a video on YouTube like saying like how, you know, the Pokemon remake Diamond and Pearl and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how they got the mini versions of those characters. Right. Yeah, I feel like with the mini version of that, and then like you got the original version, which is basically like digitalized version, I actually like the taller version of them. Like they see us what we do. Oh, so it makes you feel small. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how it would react walking in the park and just seeing a huge face up in the sky, you know? God, it reminds me of Teletubbies now. This is really- <laughs> yeah, it's Teletubbies, you know? Yeah, yeah, the, the sun baby. Yeah, I'm not sure. Celeste, do you have anything to say about this? I feel like it's uh that's just taken too seriously like if they were to put really ridiculous looking faces like i could pull a really bad face and i would uh-huh. love to see it in oh, like yeah. a big form and if they put multiples of that just around the locations i think people would enjoy seeing it they would laugh with it and stuff like that like it'll bring more happiness whereas what are they promoting or something which is like bringing i don't know what was it terror. emotions to this terror <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just creeping people out. It's like that artistic quote that is too deep and <laughs> uninteresting to me. I just want to just bring wow. some humans to my life. Bring something bright. Because that balloon is in black and white and it's creepy as hell. Right. It is a very like weird neutral expression. Because if you do search it up and look at it, it's not happy or sad or angry or anything. It's just the blank face. Very neutral. Very Like she could have smiled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Would that be creepier? Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, that would be creepier. Yeah, I feel like I, I might like close doors and never come out again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the relationship with the pandemic. Like, if I see this, I'll be like self isolating forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that the message? Probably not. But <laughs> it's like Big Brother. <laughs> huh. You know, looking at it though, I think I'm slowly starting to understand it. I'm slowly starting to understand it. Like you know how you have this lockdown; it's really hard to meet people face to face. You know what I mean? I mean, you have Zoom, and you can see people's faces on the screen, right? But it's not the same as like seeing an actual person. So I think for someone walking down a park who hasn't like been up close to someone for a good while, seeing a face like that. It's kind of like, oh wow, yeah, people are real. I don't think I'd have that same reaction to seeing that balloon. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> no, but no, I'm not talking about the reaction though. It's just like this is my thought process looking at this image and like digesting it. You know, I think um, I represent like my interpretation of it is that if you can see giant heads in the sky and that's the reality, it's kind of like accepting the reality of the past year. That's kind of how I looked at it. And then I guess too, especially when they're doing it in like the occasion where usually it's like you get the largest gathering of like people coming to Tokyo and stuff because of the Olympics. Uh And then that obviously not being the reality of the situation. So like... It's just something you'll have to think about as we go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) As I close my eyes and scream. face is always there but if you have any better ideas about the interpretation of this masterpiece let us know on facebook twitter and instagram at asian pop nation that was diving into love by sudi featuring yunsei before that was house young by jay lee and the first song we played was a kid named rufus's things will be okay did you know that there were six new sports that have been added to the olympic games yep and the asian pop nation team is here to talk more about it Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Olympics. And today we have a special announcement to make. Today, well, not really right now. Today, but as you know, Tokyo Olympics have not exactly been open yet by the looks of it, but maybe they have right now. Who knows? And right now they're introducing six new sports this year, including skateboarding, surfing, karate, softball, baseball, and sports climbing. Well, also we have been announced that baseball and softball has been previously been played in the previous events of the Olympics. Sports climbing had three disciplines, speed, bouldering, and lead climbing, and the scores can be calculated to each athlete. They're based on speed that requires two athletes and climbing a 15 meter wall on the fastest route that gets at the top, of course. Bouldering requires climbers to navigate through numbers of different routes to attempt possible across a 4.5 meters high boulders on a steep overhead. And finally, lead climbs have the climb's ability to climb as high as a 15 meter wall over the course of six minutes. Now, the question is why does all this have to be new? Yeah, I wonder how they introduce new sports. Like, is it just, for example, baseball is really popular in Japan, karate, mm. I suppose, is a mm. Japanese sport. Wait, so. They said baseball and softball has been played in previous games, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Were there certain games where they weren't a sport? Yes. They okay, just like brought it back again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you can't have every sport in the world in the Olympics, you know? Like, you know how long that event would go if you, <laughs> if you did that? But I'm actually really interested in skateboarding one. I've yeah. Never- yeah, I, never I mean, does anyone here skateboard? I don't, but I used to play the Tony Hawk games and oh, <laughs> oh my god, the man to myth, the legend. Dude, you think Tony Hawk will participate? I just want him to like MC the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd be interested I'm... in sports climbing though. Imagine sports like, climbing. people scrambling to the top as fast mm. as they can. No, rock climbing is actually like big brain sport. I just hope it's like with real. Walls instead of the um fake ones, <laughs> the <laughs> the ones, ones. You see, like rock climbing yeah mm-hmm. right wait so you mean like an actual rock wall yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. i guess it's unfair depending on where the athletes go on that yeah, but at the same yeah. time it's just like it's not real if it's mm-hmm. that uh, colorful wall i'm mm-hmm. sorry but i think it's a lot easier to analyze if it's like the fake wall you know what i yeah, mean exactly because they, they have all the yeah. spots mm. mm-hmm. and then like natural terrain is just a lot i guess more like unpredictable with steps and stuff mm. and it shows true strength <laughs> <laughs> let's see though i'm curious though because i heard the surfing one they're not actually doing it in the main like stadium thing so oh really because like, i heard a lot of people have worries they're like oh they're gonna do like a the wave machine thing uh-huh. and it's gonna be in the same but they're actually doing it 
I think, out of it, further out, like beach or something like that. Oh, so really? they should like surfing. Come on, you can't. Yeah, make waves. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I see like wave machines in like kiddie theme parks, and like, no, no, that yeah. ain't it. That, like, like, where I'm... am I gonna get my 10 meter like strong ass <laughs> wave that like where they can hang 10 and stuff like that? Dude, like, this is Japan. They probably have something like that already, <laughs> like a machine that does that. Yeah, it'll be in Chiba Prefecture. Oh, mm, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, maybe the sports coming one, they might end up doing that as well. But probably like what JP said for the sake of like actually marking the marks and all that stuff, they Mm. might do it in like a fake wall type of situation. But like... They wanted to be like one of those. Was it the ninja? Ninja warrior. Yeah, ninja warrior. All right, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, I have a question though. It's just like because there's all these lists of like six new sports, and then some of them like they're just there for this particular Tokyo one, and then they'll just be like gone for the next. But I guess my question is, do you guys have any sports in particular that you wish? would be in the olympics maybe it's because you specifically think it fits with like tokyo the vibes and stuff or like something you just want in the olympics like in general is there any that comes in mind my brain (laughs) actually that would be so sick but what are you measuring like by like what would they're gonna land on this one spot (laughs) there's like little floating flags or something in the up in the sky and you need to like Oh, they, they should do it like a video game you know how there are the rings you yeah. have to go through <laughs> <laughs> oh like oh you're talking about like those, well, like those flying squirrel suits and all that stuff you like example a trans woman stuck in the moon like you see nest teams falling through the skies and all that stuff yeah like that I, I think the issue with that though is that if the athlete fails they basically die <laughs> you know cushions yeah, I don't yeah. think any panty's gonna help you at like how many kilometers per hour. <laughs> that would make the Olympics very exciting, though, I must say. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have like a GoPro camera on each of the Olympians so that you can oh, see yeah. as they oh go my down. God. And then like Jeez. a team, a team radio thing, so you can just hear them like screaming or like, <laughs> like falling down. <laughs> I'd be interested to get like Japanese traditional sports. But I don't think they'd make very interesting TV screen time, like Japanese archery. Where they oh, just how about sumo? Like sit there. Sumo. Sumo wrestling, oh, yeah. Sumo would fun. work. Oh. oh, man. Sumo probably has a lot of, like, traditional context behind it. And I don't know if, like, that traditional context aligns with, like, Olympics. Oh, yeah, that's Ideas true. and stuff. But, yeah. like, it would still be cool, though, having a little bit more, like, traditional sports within the olympics and stuff i was thinking like paintball for some reason paintball and, like, like pure war yeah, yeah. like pure mayhem <laughs> in war that's just wow. what i want to see apparently you may as well just get like a gladiator fight you know gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back in time right yeah. there we go the thing you said about the traditional sports thing is very interesting because this is something that has already happened like a lot of mm-hmm. people with judo mm-hmm. they complain that the olympics actually ruined judo because they started introducing rules that made it like more lame and uh, people like man that sucks so yeah you know i think if they ever do like do sumo one day that is something they will have to tackle if anyone wants to ask about where that they can sign up for the olympic position and especially where that the one to know what sports they want to see in the olympics in the future assuming we can have them in 2032 we're waiting for you brisbane anyhow and about that they're going to mention us in the comments and twitter facebook instagram and and do on sin and all that stuff as well. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And yeah, we'll see you in 2032. Maybe. <laughs> now you found your way back to us here at Asian Pop Nation's special Olympic-themed show. We just played Lunches Way Back Home. Before that was Dice of the Devil by DYT. And the first song we played was Suvi's Lazy featuring Jaha. Now we're going to do the first part of our Olympic trivia quiz, so you better be following along with this one. <laughs> Since none of us are particularly sporty, we decided to make a game (laughs) out of the Olympics. And it's a little trivia Olympics. Yay. Yay. Mm. 
We've got 10 questions. They're all multiple choice with four options and they're all related to the Olympics, mainly about Asia and Tokyo, but also Melbourne and Olympics in general. I'm not sure how many of you know much about the Olympics. I know nothing. But that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's four options. You can guess whatever you think's most correct. So we ready to go? Yep. Yeah. yeah. All righty. <laughs> First question. How many times has Japan hosted the Olympics, including the Tokyo 2021 Olympics? Is it A, two times, B, three times, C, four times, or D, five times? A, I, two. Uh, no B, idea. three. the Winter Olympics as well? Olympics in general. In general. Summer and winter. Oh. And winter. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I feel like Aaron knows the answer, so I'm going to go with his answer, whatever Wait, it is. <laughs> Hey, What's your answer then, Aaron? We have ones this year. We have one back in probably around the 60s, if I remember correctly. Well, you were alive back then? <laughs> yeah, I was alive back then. I got a bookmark as a winning prize back then. <laughs> Damn. Nice. <laughs> Is it going with three, JP? Um, I'm going to go five, actually. If I'm a rough guess, remember correctly, we had one in the 60s and one this year. And then I'm going to say it's winter. I'm going to rough guess maybe four in total. Aaron's four. Celeste, are you going for? No, nah, I'm sticking to two. <laughs> okay, two, five, four, and then Leisha, what do you? I'm going with three. I'm going okay. with three. Just why not? Celeste, nope. you should have gone with Aaron. It's four. Oh, oh. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, so twice for the Winter Olympics and then twice including this Olympics for summer. So both Summer Olympics were in Tokyo, but then the Winter Olympics were in Hokkaido and Nagano. Yeah, see, I was going by summer, so... (laughs) (laughs) All right, question two. When was the last time Melbourne hosted the Olympics? Was it in 1956, 1984, 1992, or 2000? Oh, yeah, I remember seeing it in 1984, so I'll pick that one. (laughs) I was thinking 1956, like, seeing it come to life in that period. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah, I got a rough feeling it's 56. I don't like what JP sarcastic being 84. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Watched it on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was not actually alive in 1984, <laughs> though that would have been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll go for 56. All right, so you got 256, 184. Leisha? I think my memory is 56 because, yes, I was in the front row seats right there when it happened in 1956. Tell me I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) It was 56. I'm sorry, JP. I am a zoomer. I can't believe this. Question three, what are the Tokyo Olympic mascots? Are they A, Kitsune, B, robot, C, cranes, or D, cats? Kitsune. 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 Yeah, I'll go Kitsune. Yeah, Aaron sounds so sure. I had this conversation at work. Screw it, I'm going for cats. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) It's robots. It's actually robots. Oh. (laughs) No one really knows. Like, I was trying to look at the Olympic websites. Like, what are they? They don't say. (laughs) But the news outlets have been saying that they're robots because it kind of goes with the theme of the Olympics being, Mm. like, futuristic. Kitsune's a good guess, though. I think they're, like, foxes with seven tails. Yes, with multiple tails. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. It's coming back to me because I was thinking of Kitsune Uron and... (laughs) (laughs) Sounds legendary. Next question. Which of the following is not a stadium where Tokyo Olympic events will be held? Is it A, Sanga Stadium, B, Fukushima Azuma Baseball Stadium, C, Nippon Budokan, or D, Ariake Gymnastics Center? I think I'll go with D because it sounds, it's the lamest sounding one. (laughs) Ariake, anyone else? I'm going to go Sanga Stadium because, I don't know, just the word Sanga looks wrong. It's like the slang for saying sandwich in Australia. Where I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm like. Mm, yeah. Wow. Aaron, Leisha? I don't know this one, to be honest. So I'm going to rough guess. I'm going to go with Nippon Bokdokan. And Leisha? I'm just going to go with B. Yeah. Just <laughs> everyone picks spread. a different one. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually Sanga Stadium. Oh. oh that's in Kyoto. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. yeah. 
Um, <laughs> she used her Australian slang. <laughs> All right. Which of the following is not an Olympic sport? Is it A, handball, B, three by three basketball, C, artistic swimming, or D, polo? <laughs> uh, I've never been more confused. Handball. <laughs> What's yeah. three? I think it's like three people on one team and then you complete to play basketball. Okay. All right. I haven't heard of that. So I think I'll pick three by three basketball. Okay. Handball, yeah. three by three basketball. Let's pick polo. Aaron. Well, was the thing? Aquatic swimming. I remember that one because that was in the Mario Sonic Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> From memory, yeah, right? That That's an Olympic sport. I have that at home. Polo, I... That's the water volleyball thing about Bob, right? No. Oh, I thought it was horses. It's this, this is the one of the horses. Yeah. 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 I'm going to stick to basketball. I'm just going to... But this is three by three basketball. So three people on one team. Mm. I'm going to go with basketball. I'm going to lose it. Okay. So we've got one handball, two basketballs. Alicia, you said polo? Polo. Yeah, it's polo. Yeah. yeah. The horse. So they have water polo, but they don't bring the horses. I think they decided to stop doing it because bringing horses to the Olympic Games is very expensive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. But like, equestrian. But yeah, equestrian, right? Yeah. Equestrian. <laughs> and I find it so ridiculous that they would put handball. Like, are they talking about that you bounce the ball with your hand over the line and the other person bounces it back? No, no, this is, this is <laughs> no, Celeste, that's like high school handball. <laughs> that's the one you play with your friends during oh, lunchtime. Oh, okay. Actual sport. Yeah, Dude, yeah, like Foursquare, Olympic Foursquare. Oh my God. <laughs> they should get me on the committee. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be interesting to watch. Yeah. All right, another one. Question six. How many countries are participating in the Tokyo Olympics? Is it A, 100 to 150 countries, B, 150 to 200 countries, C, 200 to 250 countries, or D, 250 to 300 countries? A, I could go for A. Lisha, <laughs> <laughs> JP, Aaron? I'm going with B. I'm just going to stick to B, so why not? A, B. I think I'm going to go with A. I don't think there's as many as like you would think. Yeah. Um, countries that participate in the Olympics and stuff. And I don't know, maybe COVID, some of them might have opted out or something. <laughs> Who knows? And that's crazy. This question has confronted me with the fact that there are a lot of countries on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with C. You're right, JP. To 200. Oh! <laughs> There's 206 countries. Come. Wow. Yeah, so... Yay. There are a lot of countries in the world. There's quite a few. Uh, where will the 2024 Olympics be held? This is question oh. seven. A, LA, B, Paris, C, Italy, or D, Moscow? Moscow, a. Moscow. Sorry, I don't actually know. <laughs> a, Los Angeles. What's everyone else's guesses? Moscow. Yeah. Aaron said Paris. Leisha? Uh, uh, Has to be Italy, Leisha. <laughs> 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 You can go with your gut. It can be the uh, one. My guts, but I'm thinking LA too. So I'm just going to put it that one. Okay. <laughs> and you're right. It was Paris. It is Paris. Oh. 2028, I think, is LA. I see. And then oh. 32 is Brisbane. So. Oh my God. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Question eight. How many times has the Olympics been held in an Asian country, including the 2021 Olympics? Is it A, two times, B, three times, C, four times, or D, five times? D, five. I'm going to go with C, four. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it's five, and I really hope it's not just two, because that's going to break my heart. Sorry, this is Summer Olympics. <laughs> I should also specify. Oh, in, ah! in that case. <laughs> okay. Um, D, three. <laughs> no, no, C, four. Sorry, I'll go C, four. <laughs> yeah, C, four, gang. So two fours. I'm going B, three. Because I'm thinking like twice in Japan, once in China, and then once in Korea. I'm going to go with two. Uh, Celeste and JP was four, and Leisha three? Mm-hmm. Okay, it is four. Ooh, Celeste, yeah, that was the right order. Uh, damn. Yes. <laughs> the only reason yeah. I know that the Olympics was in Korea was because there's a K-drama called Reply 1988, and it was about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
So Tokyo has hosted it twice, the Summer Olympics, and Beijing, of course, is the 2008 Olympics. Question nine. How many gold medals did Australia win in the 2016 Rio Olympics? Oh, no. <laughs> a, 8, B, 10, C, 12, or D, 14? I feel like it was a very minimal amount. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, I gave you that <laughs> <laughs> because I remember people being disappointed during that time about it. <laughs> so I'm going to go with 8. <laughs> 8. Yeah. Aaron says eight. Yeah, I'm going to go with eight as well. JP, Alicia? I think 10, maybe. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, ori- okay, wait. Originally, in my head, I honestly thought Australia only won like two. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm trying to do the thing where I set my expectations higher now than lower. So 10, why not? We'll see what I'm, happens. <laughs> I'm going to try and be patriotic and go 14. It was eight. Yeah. It was eight. <laughs> Celeste, Aaron, you're right. We didn't do yeah, that well. Gravy and I trying to have hope for Australia. <laughs> nah, darn. <Wow. laughs> Maybe this year will be different, you know? Mm, um, but Australia played in the softball opening and they lost. Oh. So... Oh. <laughs> okay, I guess not a good start. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last question. How much did Japan spend on the Tokyo Olympics this year? Is it A, approximately $10 billion, B, approximately $15 billion, C, approximately 20 billion, or D, approximately 30 billion. You know how many PS5s you can buy? At that <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they could have spent in the billions, but at the same time, like, oh yeah, 20 billion sounds about right. <laughs> like, think about it, they got to hire out the stadium and not just one, but two. Mm-hmm. Or maybe two. Three. There's, oh, there's so many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a surfing wave machine. <laughs> Cardboard beds, yeah. Cardboard beds. Oh, they're so expensive. (laughs) Oh, but since they they are cutting down on costs with the cardboard bed, I'm going to say 15 billion. All right. So that's just 20. JP's 15. Alicia. I'm I'm going 30 billion. 30 30 billion. The big boy. Deal or no deal? (laughs) Show me 30 billion dollars. How about you, Aaron? Yeah, I was always when they got us going clean, like how many things they got on Baba's wall, and especially how they got different currencies to us. Oh, this is the, like US dollars, I think. Wait, really? US? Oh, US? Let me. Oh, no. Like in Japan's dollars. No, this is not in yen. No. Yeah. So, Aaron, what's your, what's your thought? I'm going to say maybe the 30 mark? It's actually 20 billion. Oh, Ooh. yeah. yeah. Celeste, you won. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> People say it's around 20 to 26 billion. Congrats, Celeste. I believe Leisha, JP. I'm afraid you were you are last. <laughs> I can't believe this. Yeah. It is. I'm telling you, it's, it's definitely because we were too patriotic for Australia. <laughs> our downfall. Nationalism, not even once. <laughs> not even once. But thanks, everyone. If you're following along, answering some of the questions, let us know how you went on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Asian Pop Nation. Perhaps you won't be doing push-ups as punishment either. So, yeah. Oh, also, if you use $26 billion to buy PS5s, you could buy probably 52 million of them. <laughs> there wow. you go. Yeah. So if buy anyone has $26 billion, yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me a PS5. Philanthropy, you know. Yes. I don't want to have- <laughs> give me a PS5. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to our special Olympic show here on Asia Pop Nation. We just played Corsac's Po. After that was Searle's Beside. And the last song you just heard was Sekai no Owari's Like Ascent. So, you ready for this week's Tanka? A Tanka, for those who don't know, is a form of Japanese song or verse with a syllable pattern of 57577. So, here it goes. Let the games begin. Anime girls at opening. Sleep on cardboard beds. Sonic beat Mario friends, and good luck to our champions. So thanks so much for tuning in to tonight's show. We really were happy to have you here. If you want to give us some feedback or comments or even anything you'd like us to add to our show next week, you can let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Asian Pop Nation. You can also let us know any song requests you'd like us to play on the show as well. If you want to listen to any discussions that you missed this week, you can check them out on our podcast pages. 
you can find us wherever you stream your podcasts. I'm pretty sure we'll be there. And thanks again for tuning in to our show tonight. Please tune in again next week to hear our team of Aaron, Celeste, JP, and Leisha, as well as myself, Senya. So keep up with our little APN family then. But on behalf of the team, this is Senya signing off. Bye.